Well, welcome to uh, the Practically Spiritual Podcast. My name is Tom Anderson, and this podcast combines spiritual insight with practical steps uh, so that what is real in God can become real in you. And if this helps you, please share it with your friends. And you can connect with me through my email, which is the Practically Spiritual Podcast at gmail.com. Well, the sower went out to sow. That is the beginning of the parable of the sower. It's so familiar and maybe too familiar. Uh, it's called the parable of the sower because Jesus called it that, the sower's parable. Jesus identifies with this parable because he is the sower. Uh, so this parable must be near and dear to his heart. Uh, that it's important goes without saying. Uh, it is recorded in each of the Synoptic Gospels and is the, one of the only ones Jesus explains. He even said that if you don't understand this parable, you won't be able to understand any. So I want to venture into this territory with you for a bit and see if we can discover some fresh thought that might take root. And this podcast is part one of I don't know how many, because like a seed, it might grow bigger than I think. So the sower's parable is a simple story. Uh, let me read Mark's version because Matthew and Luke, as they wrote their Gospels, used Mark uh, as a source. Uh, there's some differences uh, between the stories, uh, between the Gospels, and they only flavor our understanding, but the story is the same. So Mark wrote, look and listen. A sower went out to sow. As he sowed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it did not have much soil, and immediately it sprang up, since it had no depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Uh, other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. And other seeds fell into good ground and produced grain growing up and increasing and yielding 30 and 60 and a hundredfold. And then Jesus said, he who has ears, let him hear. While this is called the parable of the sower, it can just as easily be called the parable of the seed or the parable of the soil, because the story has three main characters which are dependent on each other, the sower, the seed, and the soil. It also has three minor ones. Uh, the minor ones, by the way, have no ability to affect the outcome. They are just opportunists. They take advantage of the condition of the soil. So the only variable that affects the outcome is the soil, because the sower is always sowing, and the seed is always bursting with potentiality. And I'm going to talk briefly in this podcast about the sower and the seed before we begin to look at the soil. So Jesus is the sower. He is always sowing. He never runs out of seed. He's always hopeful. Can you just see him just there sowing, sowing seed? Uh, this should give you a very different picture of Jesus and his ministry and a very different perception of yourself. Yes, Jesus is the high priest interceding for you. He is the captain of the angel armies directing the battle. But as a sower... The only thing he can do is sow. After the seed is released from his hand, it's out of his hands. 
It doesn't matter how strong he is. Uh, it doesn't matter about his knowledge of horticulture, his desire, or his character. He is a sewing machine. That's S-O-W-I-N-G. And Jesus, like I said, never runs out of seed. His job is to make sure the seed is scattered. And from this parable, it seems that he is indiscriminate. He sows everywhere. Uh, the magic happens when the seed connects with the soil and interacts with it. Jesus sows hoping. He sows in hope, right? He sows hoping that more seed will be produced and fruit and more fruit and even much fruit. Did you know that God has self-interest? His agape love is not void of what's in it for me. As a farmer, he's looking for a crop. As a builder, he's looking for a temple. As a lover, he's looking for a bride. God, like a good businessman, is looking for a return on his investment. So, but then there's the seed. Uh, the seed is potentiality. The seed is the start of becoming. Uh, I love uh, one of the last scenes in Men in Black where they look inside this little pendant the cat Orion is wearing and what they see was the expanse of eternity locked up in that little pendant. Uh, worlds, worlds upon worlds, and the seed that the sower scatters houses your destiny and eternity. Uh, let that sink in. How precious the seed must be, and how many seeds do you think are in a seed? Uh, well, let's just ask an apple tree. A mature tree will produce 600 plus apples each year. Each apple has five to eight seeds, so do the math. That's 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 seeds a year. That's a bit more than 100%, don't you think? That is the potential, potentiality of the seed sown in you. The seed stores its own power. Uh, within it, life is pulsing, waiting for the right conditions to be released. And what it becomes is written in his DNA. And when it grows, what it becomes is vastly different and so much greater than what is sown. That is the nature of the seed that's sown in you. Now, I'm not discounting your intrinsic value, uh, but this parable seems to say that your value is determined by the number of seeds which are allowed to grow and mature. So what is a seed? Well, Jesus helps us with that. He said that the seed is the word. There you go. The seed is a word. Uh, you know, a word is an outward expression of inward thoughts and feelings. Uh, that is why Jesus ends this parable with whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. You know, there's no problem with God speaking. He speaks all the time. The issue is, is with you and me tuning our ears to hear for uh, he speaks in the wind and the rain. Uh, he speaks when the sun comes up. The word is distilled in the dew. He speaks to you through others. He, his heart toward you is hidden in the word and he speaks it through the word. And at times he will even whisper directly to you. Uh, so the next time I'm gonna talk about different soils, you know, as Jesus said, each soil is a person type, but that person type, each of those person types is you. Uh, for you to mature to fruitfulness, you're gonna to have to go through each stage, uh, the path stage, the rock stage, the thorn stage, and I think you'll find it encouraging and helpful. But for today, but for today, let's take stock and ask ourselves if we are really hearing. Are you training your heart to discern God's voice? 
Uh, Jesus heard his father's voice in his mom and dad. At 12, he heard his father's voice in his father's house. He heard God speaking in, uh, as he considered the house that fell over because the wind blew. And when he looked at the tares and the wheats, uh, Jesus felt the spirit pointing to him when he considered scriptures. Uh, you know, there's a new age uh, term uh, called mindfulness. Uh, it's the practice of being in the moment. Well, this discipline has really been usurped from Christianity, from Jesus. You know, a monk called Brother Lawrence in the 1600s spent his life doing menial chores at the monastery. But it was there in the middle of pots and pans, in the middle of brooms and dustpans, that he discovered God's voice. Uh, beloved, the word is near you. Uh, you don't have to plead with God to speak, nor do you have to rebuke the devil. <laughs> the word is near you, even in your mouth. <clears throat> Quite possibly, Jesus in you is the best sower of seed in your life. So start speaking God's word to yourself. I think you will find yourself cooperating with God in the way you have it to this point. You'll find yourself encouraged, growing in faith, and growing in the fruits of righteousness. You are the best sower of seed that you will ever have. So let's pray. So Father, I just thank you, O oh God, for this, uh, this story that Jesus said and uh, that he, um, <clears throat> he gave us uh, a direction to turn our hearts, Lord. And God, we just want to have ears to hear. Uh, God, give me ears to hear, Lord Jesus. And Father, I pray for each one that's hearing this, that you'd give them ears to hear. And we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.